what's up guys and welcome back it's your boy sean and we are here with another episode of the black entourage podcast of course i'm here with amir i'm here with jamal how you fellas doing today come on good good yeah facts how you feeling you good so yeah still rich still rich yeah mentally rich physically mentally emotionally i have it all Mm. Yeah, I like that. You gotta think it. You gotta think you already have it. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally realizing that that's a secret. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just is it wasn't that the whole secret of the secret? Yes. You gotta uh, what's it called? Be it like feel it. Yeah, you gotta it. like think you're already gonna have it mm-hmm. to to. Bullshit. You think it was bullshit? Fuck yeah. Most people like die by. Have it. I not manifested everything that I've ever said I wanted in life? Did you? Oh, not yet. Damn sure close. <laughs> I am damn sure close. Okay. I go against the grain with everything and I got everything I ever wanted, nigga. The best nigga that never did it. All right, well, uh, let's get into it. Uh, first thing I really just want to talk about is like, uh, it's been a thing that's been showing up in recent weeks with these podcasts. Yeah. Disclaimers. Yeah. Do you think, po- since this is the beginning of the podcast, just seems right to talk about that. We need a disclaimer. Do you think podcasters should be putting disclaimers uh, at the beginning of their podcast? For example, uh, here's Nori's podcast from the one with Yeezy, right? That just aired yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so here's what he said. Uh, AKA what? Controversial Jitter. Well, let's see. Oh, that is the Joe Button. He will talk about him as well. So he says, the primary purpose of Drink Tramps podcast uh, is to provide a platform to creatives to express their personal views or opinions without restriction or censorship. All views or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of individuals expressing such view or opinion and does not reflect the views or opinions of Sean Combs, uh, Revolt Media and TV, or the respective parents and or affiliate companies. Wow. So that was some Diddy shit. <laughs> Diddy was like, Diddy was not. like, y'all niggas not going to be talking <laughs> reckless about these rap niggas on my, pod, on my channel, on my network. And y'all going to get y'all shit off without me saying that this is not a me thing. But no, I I, I think it's necessary. Um, and at first I was going to be the regular Amir and be like, fuck what everybody feels, which I still feel that way. Um, but I do believe that there has to be some type of disclaimer, especially when you're dealing with like money or advice or, you know, even, even facts. Like we sit here and we talk about current events and we give our opinions, mm-hmm. but some people may think our opinions are actually facts and we may have fucked up and slipped up or something like that. So we don't want any type of liability coming back to us when we're just giving our opinions about things that happen, uh, you know, throughout life. So. Um, I definitely think that disclaimers are worth it, and as we grow and as our family grows, um, I think that we're going to have to use them just to just for legal reasons. Because if Diddy's using it, we should already learn from his blueprint that there's a reason why. He's I think it. Diddy mostly did it because he was already in a confrontation with Ye for what Ye's been doing over the past couple of weeks that he already said he didn't approve mm-hmm. of. So I think that's a little different. And Revolt is the company that's over. Uh, drink champ so yeah. he's just excusing himself and his business from what Ye could potentially say because we already have track record of the bullshit that he potentially said uh, what do you have to say about that before I read Joe Bunnings disclaimer um I will say 
I'm interested because I haven't watched the Drink Champs in a minute. Yeah. So I'm interested. But to you see did. If, but you did watch. Yeah. Yeah, I did watch. Yeah. We'll talk about but, that. But I'm interested to see if he's using that disclaimer on every episode or, or just, that, just that. So you got to see future episodes yeah. to see what's happening. To see, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And this is a uh, Joe mm. Budden's podcast. Yeah, that hit right. Yeah, because he don't fuck with Ye, so he's just like maybe this nigga. My, maybe move this myself. This is my network. Him. Yeah, but this is not. And this that. might be like anti-Semitic talk. Yes. yes. Let me clear myself and my business from him off, uh, rep. off record. So yeah. when you say like talking greasy about rappers, I don't think he cares about. No, nah. but I think when it comes into like almost borderline hate speech, yes, you gotta kind of protect yourself. Yes, completely agree. Uh, and this is Joe Buttons. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed by this podcast, as well as its hosts, are for entertainment purposes only. I repeat, it is not serious. It is not real. No one is exposing, revealing, indicting, or telling you anything about themselves. Also, we do not encourage you to try this at home with your trained professionals who do not have your best interests at heart or our own. Enjoy the show. That one was a little bit more crazy. That's a weird... That was a little bit more crazy <laughs> because basically he's saying that this is all acting and I believe that they're putting stuff in there like this because they be having real conversations with real niggas yep. doing real shit. So at the end of the day, he doesn't ever want, you what know, his said. podcast to end up in court. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Because they're using a lot of rappers' interviews and songs and stuff mm-hmm. in order to build cases. So now I'm starting to think that this Joe Budden shit, like that Diddy shit is different than this. Joe Budden is like, literally, we are trained actors. Do not try this shit at home. We are just playing. This is solely for entertainment yeah. purposes. And he's doing it to kind of further the narrative that nothing that we say here can or will be so used. So, let me see if this changes, because this is coming off the heels of, like, two weeks ago on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly, they were joking about uh, having uh, relationships with other women. Relations. Relations with women. And him, uh, what is it called? Stealthing. Stealthing. Saying he's putting on the condom without putting on the condom. Or, or oh, legend. it off. That's what's been going on. That's so it's called stealthing. Yeah, yeah so, that, so that was on the podcast. Whoa. And then in the podcast that's no longer available to listen to, which is also like uh, maybe it's a red flag to me. Uh, so in this, his people was like, really, dog? You did that? He was like, yeah. You know, you know how Joe Biden is. Like, yeah, of course I did. Blah, blah, blah. So now, I don't like that. Nigga. So now the podcast is off on all platforms. You can't find it anywhere. Uh, and that ever episode, s- right? And, yeah. Okay. And then ever since that disclaimer has been on every podcast. Does that change the way you just... Dis- Absolutely. <laughs> because this nigga is... Okay, yeah. Because at this point, it's just like... Now he has a bunch of bitches like, this nigga stealth me. Yeah. He fucked me without a condom, without my permission. Like, that's some shit that I feel like you can sue for. Yeah. You definitely can. Like, if you take your fucking condom off, that should be something that you have to pay compensatory damages, especially if you got a disease or some crazy shit from this nigga who's stealthing bitches. Allegedly. Now it's alleged. You gotta say it. And now that the disclaimer is up, it's alleged, but he said, hell yeah, I do that shit. Tasha K literally ran through the mud. Cause Cardi B oh, wants yeah, her but money. Was talking crazy. Oh, yeah. she was talking crazy. Yeah, but still, we don't want to be in that situation. So, no, so allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> he was stealthing bitches. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to have a defamation case, but I'm not the one who said it. So at the end of the day, she said like, it. He said it, mm-hmm. and I'm just giving my opinion. We need a fucking disclaimer because I'm not dealing. With, I'm not. I'm not dealing with this. Shit. You want a disclaimer for real? Yeah, we're gonna have to. We'll have talk one. about that 
off air. Off air, but at the end of the day, like I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, never to incriminate myself though. Exactly. And that's the whole None thing. None of about the crazy this whole things thing. you have said have never been something that you can go to fucking go to jail for. It. Right. Or get sued for and none, it. And that's our, pl- our platform isn't really there to us to say shit yeah. to make ourselves be incriminated. Yeah. All of our shit is straightforward. We might have some inside jokes here or there. We're going to yeah. drink our liquor. We're going to have a good time. But it's yeah. never like, let's talk about... Th- Every time something gets too personal, we cut to the next subject. Yeah. So- <laughs> cut me off. Yo, this nigga. So it's like, like, do we need a disclaimer? No. Because we, we don't talk about that. We don't yeah. go that far in our groups. We make sure what's on air stays the fuck on air. Yeah. And then when this shit cuts, we go outside, we light the cigarette, we light our bowl, we drink some more, and then we and, kick and our we shit so far. So I think it's different. And and it's and you know something like the disclaimer is only for people who may make a mistake to say yes. some shit that's incriminating. Mm-hmm. Like don't say anything like, on well, camera. Well we have to just Allegedly. disclaimers that we there's two, two different, different ones. ones and they're totally different yes. they're, they're, they're totally what was different. literally like our guests our it's, guests what, views what, are not our yeah. views what he says is him and him only yeah but and the other one is everything is fake i'm gonna say some shit that's crazy yeah but, but it's not real yeah yeah those are the two. We're trained shit. actors. Yeah. That's like some shit that you see on Jackass. Yeah. You remember Jackass from back in the day? Or some shit you see for Cloud. Yeah. Well, we are doing this for entertainment purposes. Yeah. We yeah, that was a wild statement. So it's a, a cloud it's a cloud thing. We do not have your best interests at heart or our own. <laughs> Definitely don't have my own best interests. <laughs> that shit's been assisted thing since day one, nigga. Yeah, man. So I just thought that was uh, a, a little weird because that's been showing up in podcasts recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, disclaimers, and uh, I guess it just really depends on your type of podcast. Fresh and Fish will probably have a disclaimer because they're fucking crazy over there. Uh, but whatever, it's podcasters. Your audience is your audience. You find your niche, you find your niche. Uh, niche, excuse me. Uh, Jamal. Yes, sir. Push a T concert this weekend. Yeah. How was that shit? Elaborate. Uh, it was amazing. So it was at the Roxy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Roxy is at uh, where did the Braves play? The... SunTrust Stadium. Mm-hmm. That is like a whole like play. It's like a whole plaza. It's like a li- what is what do they call live play? Like the mixed use, mixed Mu- use multi-purpose, multi-purpose. Yeah. It's literally that. Mixed use, mixed use. Yeah. Res- they'll have the apartments, they'll have restaurants, yeah, restaurants, gyms, everything. Yeah, like liquor stores right there. Yeah. Like coming out of the Pusha T concert. Okay, so the Pusha T concert we went to, we didn't want to see, I don't even know if there was an opening at. He started at, I think the doors opened at 7. It said he was getting on at 8. We got there at like 8.30. As soon as we got there, he came out with a big ass sparkly chain wearing <laughs> all white. Coke, cocaine, cocaine dealer type shit, and just started rocking the stage. The liquor, the liquor lines was crazy. I was like, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't stand in a line to get in. Well, I'm not about to stand in a line for, for liquor. For liquor, yeah. That was a little bit on it, on it anyway. So I was good. But you went yeah. solo? Nah, I went with my homie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> But um, like, I don't know. I went to my event solo. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So um, yeah, we had a great time, man. It was um, it was amazing. I didn't realize how many like 
hits he had. Yeah. Like, he was just, even just verses, he would just rap crazy. So he would do, like, some of his feature verses? His feature verses. Like, young nigga, move that dope, dope. Nice. Young nigga, move that dope, move that dope, move that. Like, it was insane. Of course, he did um a lot of the hits from... um Clips? No, what's that album he just dropped? Something about It's Dry? Oh, uh... I can put that real quick. Yeah, what's that album called? Dry Cold Dry Pepsi or something? No, he played the the the, the um, it's almost dry. Almost dry. What a great name. <laughs> but it was the it's the almost dry tour. He sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, that's a great name. It's almost ready. It's almost ready. It's almost dry. But the the uh, venue was fucking crazy. It was like lights behind them every you could see the stage perfectly if you got the vip or you're up on the top yeah. with seats and shit uh-huh. like <clears throat> it was a it was a great experience cool and he rocked it like every time niggas was like encore encore every time you thought the show was over it was like you're gonna have to be louder if you want me to come out like, <laughs> talking shit just like just like that he just talks like <laughs> if that. you want me to come back down yeah if you want me to come back out you gotta be louder I would scream. Ah, encore! Yeah. Ah. Boom! Real Another drop! Another drop! He Fire. Did, he did that shit, remember when we was in high school? Uh, I'm so raw. Yeah. Uh, he did his verse off that shit. He did his verse, of course, off of, um... Damn, I can't even think about it. The uh, Tyler shit, him and Tyler. I uh, that song yeah, is. I forgot what that is, too. Man, so much songs. He has a fucking crazy catalog. And we was only there for like it was the most efficient show. We was there Trouble like, on my mind. Yeah, trouble, trouble on, on my mind. mind. <laughs> like we was only there for an hour and thirty. Every time niggas hour thirty concert. Yeah, it's not it's bad. Smooth. We walked in. Nigga was on stage. I was like, oh shit. Even one of the like on the screens, he was teaching niggas how to like make coke. <laughs> like he was like, you gotta mix it up, add the um, add the baking soda, stir it. I was like, whoa, it's a tense. Niggas in there like, <laughs> I wanted to quit the whole thing. I was like, how this nigga really teaching? How did I like instruction for us? So I was like, fuck it, I missed it. But I was like, and he knows niggas is fucked up. Niggas ain't really gonna get the recipe for real. No, no. Oh, he even fucking, he even did infrared. Really? His this song to Drake? Really? Yeah, that shit was so crazy. He was like, it. What did he say? Oh, he said it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. I was like, Quentin Miller, who we haven't heard from since. I was like, Wait, is he alive still? Yeah, yeah. He just uh, hasn't been. He's probably writing somewhere. Somewhere, hopefully. In Atlanta. He used to work at Kroger, apparently. <laughs> but um, great concert. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Is that your last concert you've been to in... Yeah, in a while. Since Nas, right? Yeah. And that was... Uh, that was the shit for Black Country. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was, say, AC3, that was yeah. our last uh, investors meeting with investors the investors crew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was fire. Yeah. So, I, I think up? I caught pneumonia that day. That shit was crazy. Like, was right. Yeah, that's when I left y'all. Right. I was like, I can't yeah, wait, you, wait no more! You were con. <laughs> I got pneumonia. I was drunk as fuck. Uh, I was about to see, like, uh, who, I, I left right after Dave East before, because then it was like, Nas ain't gonna be out for like another hour or so. I was like, nigga, what? We've been here since like three. Yeah. I was like, 
<laughs> so oh, we saw a lot of names. Yeah, though. We that's why I first uh, it was introduced to IDK. IDK. That's why I became a fan of that. Yeah. yeah. Although IDK. not all his recent stuff has really been here for me, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And then who else? Joyner Lucas. Yes, that was when I first. Joyner Lucas was there. Yeah. yeah. You 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 wow. was already on with Joyner. I was already on that. But I never Lucas. knew about that nigga. And then I heard him perform and he was there, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And when I went on, I was like, damn Because that nigga had the crazy visuals to his music. Yeah. Video. Did he jump into crazy. the the crowd too? Did he walk yeah. in the crowd? That was Jordan Lucas. Oh shit! We were like, we were the pretty crowd. close to him when he yeah. came in the crowd. Yeah, he jumped in the that crowd. Was it was crazy. early too. Yeah, he was one. He was like the six o'clock show. Yeah. I wish I would have known it was that nigga because I'm a Jordan Lucas fan. Yeah. yeah, and I did not know I've seen this nigga live before. Yeah, it was great. That was That's the last you know, concert I did. That's when I hit the. I was like after. After Davies, that's why I just called the Uber myself. I was like, Yo, I'm, out. I'm out of here. I can't wait no longer. My I'm feet out. Was killing me. I've never <laughs> had feet problems. The standing, but they were wet though. They were oh, yeah, because it was raining. It was so bad. It was a bad day. Like we bought ponchos, but them shits were not working. Ponchos don't Ooh, protect your feet. I still have pictures from that shit. Really? I'm home right now. Wow. wow. I need that shit. Uh. Let's see, while you load up those pictures. Uh, Van Gogh, famous sunflower painting destroyed uh, by environmental activists by throwing tomato soup and then gluing themselves to the wall. That was it, yeah. So, I'll load up the video for you guys. They destroyed the Van Gogh's masterpiece. When was that? When? Bow! Is that at the Louvre? That's the sunflowers. No, but what museum is that? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. I'll post it in there so you guys can see. Let's see which, uh... See? Who is that? That's Jordan Lucas. That's Jordan Lucas. Yeah. I, I, I scrolled and I saw that and I was like, that's fucking Jordan right there. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the National Gallery in London. They destroyed the, his painting with tomato soup. And then they... They don't got no protector on it? Nope. And Why? And glued themselves to the wall... Uh, and they said, well, there was a statement here for it. That's not the Mona Lisa, is it? That's what has to be a fucking replica. Yeah. No, no, that's that's when they tried to smear the cake on it, but it had the glass. It on. Had the glass. Oh. I thought they would learn that from the Mona Lisa. I think you got to do that for everything. Everything as at this point. Yeah, but the Louvre. Yeah. Uh, but they were saying they destroyed it as a as a way to kind of show. Uh, the living expensive in Europe right now with gas prices being uh, so high to show uh, that no one can even survive. We'll soon be able to buy like canned tomato soup in Europe to survive with everything going on. So they destroyed a national <laughs> fucking archive they broke. piece of... <laughs> yeah. Because they broke. They mad. They broke. I was not going to go. I was not going to go that far. That's all it is. It is big bad. Big bad that they that they're not in a good spot to survive this downtime. I mean, a lot of people is in a hard time right now. So let's not make fun of that. But no one's just going around throwing tomato soup for once in a lifetime. Yeah, painting. What does Van Gogh do in this era? Not a goddamn thing. And it's, and it's the craziest thing because in my head, like, I've never understood environmentalists and, like, people. Like, there's even, like, that Buddha guy that covered himself in gasoline and burnt himself alive. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck was that even about? And did he win? Like, did they change their mind about what what yeah. he had to, like... And so they're sacrificing their 
you know, freedom and their all this other type of shit, financial freedom and everything. Because clearly, I mean, I guess they can't afford a suit, but it's more than that. Now they're actual, like, I'm pretty sure they're um, have felonies at this point. Yeah, I'm sure there's some type of crime. It's some type of crime. So at the end of the day, like, you ruined your whole entire <laughs> life on a two-man mission to not get anything accomplished. Like, that shit's not going to change anything. Yeah. So, like, you destroying history. You could have worked harder, find a better job. There's so much other things that could have spent your energy on. Yeah. Than going around destroying his masterpieces that no one else would be able to replicate. Right, and somebody probably could replicate it, but it's not. But it's same. not a Van Gogh. It's not. It's Van a, Gogh, It's right? gonna be a someone, someone who redid the Van Gogh because yeah. of some idiot destroyed the original. Yeah. So it was like an asterisk at that shit. Thoughts on that? Fat ass asterisk. Um, I, I agree with you guys. Like, there's other things to do: protest, vote, fucking please. Uh, protest, vote, and that's about it. Like, Build a movement, get people behind you. Like, do. don't be a yeah. two-man team. Yeah, trying to bring awareness and, to something. And, like, and the way they did it was like stupid. Like, stupid. Yeah, and they're uh, and kind uh, environmentalists have been tying themselves mm-hmm. or gluing themselves. Excuse me to like walls and uh, it happened in the NBA when they uh. The, she tried to run the court, but the lady caught her, attacked yeah, her. She was trying to go on the court to glue herself on the court as well. So it's like, it's a movement that's growing, but I think their intentions, their intentions are right, but the way they're doing things is completely Nobody wrong. cares. Nobody gives a fuck. And no one's going to care if you keep doing shit like this. Yeah, like, don't, don't, don't be stupid, because now I'm not even going to do research on what the fuck you care about. Like, start a movement, grassroots. Everything needs to be grassroots. That's what people don't understand. Start at the bottom, talk to people, join a club, whatever the case may be, and build your community to where your community has a voice. Yeah. That's how you create change, man. You, you grow just, organically, and then people who believe in your message follow. They follow, yeah. bro. That's literally, Jesus taught us this shit. Relax. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. So let's talk. Yeah, he's right. He's right. right. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Uh, many FBI agents felt sympathy for the rioters of January 6th. They felt it was no different than the Black Lives Matter protests, according to a warning email sent to a top FBI official by someone who's close to the bureau. Thoughts? Well, who reported this? They kept, this. they kept their name secret. Of course they kept their name it? secret. This is USA Today through Yahoo. Uh, what? Yeah. A sizable that? percentage of FBI employees felt sympathy towards the January 6th insurrectionists and considered the riot at the U.S. Capitol no different than the BLM protest, according to a warning email sent to a top FBI official by someone with apparent connections to the Bureau. In the email, which is included in a trove of documents released by the Bureau this week, the sender's name is redacted. The documents indicates the message came from an email outside the bureau, though the, the subject line is internal concerns. Uh, it was sent to Paula Bate, now second highest official at the FBI, who responded an hour later thanking the sender for the message. So here's my thing. Like, I don't care what anybody says about this whole entire January 6th shit. Like, I know for a fact that the Black Lives Matter movement has a deeper meaning and a message. And any of the protests, I know that there are infiltrators, people who want to come into a movement and just cause ruckus and chaos. 
Um, and then it's just like a cascading effect because humans feed off of each other's emotions. So if there's a group of people who want destruction and chaos to make a certain movement look bad, they're going to infiltrate the movement, start fucking shit up. Because a lot of the people who were caught in 4K, like, fucking shit up, they weren't necessarily people of color. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was doing all the rioting and the looting and shit like yeah. that. Like, But it was happening and shit was being flipped and things were being <laughs> set on fire. But it wasn't the people who were actually out there peacefully protesting. There's not one person who can fucking argue to me that people who were there at the Capitol that day wasn't truly in their heart there to overthrow the fucking government. Mm. You can't fucking tell me that. There was no there was no infiltrators. There was no anybody. It was literally a certain demographic of people who went to the Capitol to storm the floor of the Capitol and there were no consequences. If Black Lives Matter come out, there's gas tanks, there's rubber bullets, there's all types of shit. The Capitol got attacked. None of that. And one bitch got shot. I'm sorry. Whew, that was a lot. Some One person got shot. You she, got, she got shot by a secret service though. She yeah. tried it. She was trying to break into the chambers. She tried it. He was like, don't do it. And she said, don't do it. But at the end of the day, she oh, just, yeah, in my opinion, yeah. she deserved it. So yeah. this is what FBI director, he's the FBI deputy director, Paula Bate. He actually said this in an email going back uh, to someone. He said he literally had to explain to an agent from a blue state office the difference between opportunists burning and looting during protests and stemmed legitimate grievance to police brutality versus an insurgent mob whose purpose was to prevent the execution of democratic processes at the behest of a sitting president. Hmm. One is a smattering of criminals, the other is an organized group of domestic terrorists. And it's very organized because they all knew who, when, where, and why to do what exactly what they did. They knew that there was gonna be way too many people that they could storm the Capitol. It was all planned. Don't ask me how it was planned, but I know people who told me about this shit before it even went down. Yeah. And then it went down and I was like, no fucking way this shit is happening. But they were communicating well before January 6th. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. Like there is a distinct difference. Like there was opportunists at Black Lives protests. Majority of them were there to you know, generate some type of message to people that police brutality is wrong, but this January 6th shit was a action plan. Yeah. It was a well thought out plan. And executed. Yes. Jamal? Um, to me it's like it's not similar. Like, when, when you're protesting on the street, regardless of what gets damaged on the street, it, it's totally different. Like, there was a some trying to subvert like American like policy. Not even policy, but like normalcy. Like the process. The process. You tried to stop the whole government. You tried to what's that shit that you always say that they wrote in the uh, constitution? That you can Yeah, the right to overthrow the government. They tried to do that. And you don't have the right to Hell no. But there's like stipu there's stipulations that the constitution says has to like have it. But we have a voting process yeah, that you yeah, can overthrow right. our whole government yeah. if you just vote, nigga. Yeah. Like you can get the shit taken care of the way you want it. And the and the way they fucking did it was crazy. Like yeah. that's not the way. And if black if the other shoe was on the other foot, if niggas ran up in the fucking capital, oh, would be, mass, be bodies, mass murder bodies on the floor. The fucking military would be there like this. Yeah. And they weren't. No question. And they weren't. No, it was Capitol Police in there. And all these niggas are, have trauma now. 
Kept yeah. killing themselves, all types of oh, shit. Oh, killing themselves, getting murdered by fucking people that are supposed to be pro-police. They're only pro-police when it works for them. That that group of people. Mm. At least Black Lives Matter, they're anti-police to the core. Like To the core. Like, we keep that same energy. You are pro-police because you're anti-black. And policing is usually anti-black. Yeah. So... It, it, to me, it's not the same thing. Um, I get why people in law enforcement would view it as the same thing. Because... A mob is a mob. A mob is a mob. Uh, yeah, a mob is a mob uh, without nuances and without thinking about shit. We're fucking up property in our, probably the neighborhood we live in. Messing up your community's values. Yeah, regardless, and then trying to literally overthrow Those are two different things. Those are two different things. We're trying to bring awareness. Y'all are trying to stop America. One of it is literally like public uh, chaos or whatever. Public uh, discourse or whatever. No, what do you do when you destroy property? Demolish, right? No, no, in the police, in like what they'll charge you with. Destructive, uh, destructive property. Yeah, yeah, property. Yeah. Destructive property, but there's another word for it. I don't, I don't know. know. Vandalize. Vandalize. Oh, yeah, it's probably like property vandalism, whatever. One of them is literally terrorism. It's domestic. Yeah, it's domestic terrorism. terrorism. Big difference. It's a big because if, if if somebody from another country came and organized some shit and tried to storm the fucking capital will be bombs over Baghdad. And I think that's the difference between the mindset of someone who makes policies, who makes laws, and who enforces laws. Mm. Everything is a problem. Everything is the same thing. If you break a law, it's the same thing. There's no nuance in it. I'm throwing you in jail. It's the same thing. When you make laws, you kind of write in kind of the differences. You yeah. Can but not how it should be enforced. Put it in subsections, right? Like, but not how it should necessarily be enforced. enforced. But when you're that's enforcing like, that's it. That's like held to your interpretation for the cities. Exactly. Which is where the room for error happens. Where, where the room for error happens. That's why we have judges. That's why police are not judge and executioner. But some play judge and executioner because they're enforcers. Yeah. But that's why we have niggas that have to go to law school, be lawyers. And then be judges when you're like 50-something or 40-something. That's why the age is there. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always nuances in certain cases that the enforcers are not going to see. They just see you're you're doing something you're not supposed to do. I'm enforcing the law. This tells me to do that. I'm going to stop you. When it's like I'm going to either decide what your charges are if I put you in jail forever or if I just send you home and give you probation or something yeah. like that. House arrest. Open interpretation. Yeah. And that... And that causes room for error. And I think that's why I'm not surprised that police... The FBI. And that's why... I mean, they're still police. Yeah. They ju- that's why Jay-Z said you let them... Then people storm your capital and put your foot up on my... Lost on all my desk. respect. I lost all my all little my respect. respect. Nigga, like... Y'all niggas... Like y'all let them do that. You let them do it. You let them. I, I can guarantee. I can guarantee you. If a horde of black people bodies were on the Capitol, we're not getting Trump, Trump would literally call those fucking. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be inside that building. What did he do? What did he do when they were um? Please stop. Rioting, rioting in uh, D.C. 
You literally went out the White House, went in front of a church, got... I don't even know what force he got yeah. to clear the street. But you remember he cleared and the street with and then he got the Bible, Bible upside down. Held the Bible upside down. It's a wild boy. It's a wild boy. Wild but he boy. had the power to stop that shit. And he did. And he did it. And he did it. He incited it. He incited it. Uh, let's keep it in politics for a little bit. Biden, President Joe Biden, wants to reevaluate the relationship uh, with Saudi Arabia over the OPEC oil production costs. And this is what I mean. You have had this conversation. Because of the uh, gas cartel, mm-hmm. um, and they present what they flood, they represent seventy percent of the world's oil. OPEC, yeah, OPEC. So if you represent a market, you're the leader in the market. You're going to control the prices, even though America is um, oil oil efficient. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't their, need they don't need oil. Yeah, they don't get oil from OPEC, but the fact that OPEC controls the price. If they raise it, BP is raising it, even though it's on American soil. Fucking Exxon's raising it because it's on American soil. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Trip, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what he's saying, and he's been urging them since. Aren't, aren't, isn't OPEC like cutting production to raise the prices or something like that? Yeah. So this is what OPEC was doing uh, during the pandemic when gas was like a dollar, fucking fifty. Yeah. They were getting hurt so bad that they cut the production, and then to I raise think, the price. Yeah, up. yeah, they cut the production because the world wasn't using the production. They fucking lost a shitload of yeah, money. Yeah. So they were like, "All right, we're gonna cut production hard." They cut it hard in twenty twenty one, and that's when the gas. And then that's when the world started moving again, and then that's when the gas prices started edging up, edging up, edging up. So. During like the end of 21, they were gonna they were saying we're gonna ramp up production now. We're gonna ramp it up very very slowly though, and that's how you started to see gas prices kind of go down. Yeah, uh, along with Biden um, releasing the natural reserves yeah. and flooding the market, that shit pissed them off too because they were trying to ramp up slowly production, which would have rate which would have lowered the prices slowly. Yeah, but because he flooded it. It fucked them up because they're ramping up while there's new gas coming in. coming in. So it does. Does the U.S. export any of his gas? To any of his allies? I no, I don't so. think so. I think we keep our own. Yeah, we keep resources. our own oil. Yeah. We keep our own oil. Okay. Um, Canada, I think, keeps their own oil too because they have. Uh, it makes sense. Natural. Using yeah. everybody else's shit. Yeah, yeah. they. Have, they have <laughs> shit. We yeah. need our shit. But Europe, uh, ex extra. Europe is all connected to yeah. well, Russia's oil. Yeah, budget. Africa yeah. T- gets their oil, and I think um, the islands too, and fucking um, China, I think, gets the oil from but isn't Russia. It weird? Too. Yeah. Isn't it weird that, and this is totally off topic, but yeah. isn't it weird that like, the places that have, are so oil abundant, like Russia, yeah. it's like a really cold place. Like, but, 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 I mean, oil ain't nothing but decomposed, decomposed like, animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. So once upon a time, Russia was Russia was bountiful, like, bountiful with life, like all types of shit. And so was the Middle East. And and yeah. that's what I'm saying. So it's like, so, so when did everything like flop? Like it didn't flop. Pangea, that's the that's why you, the land bridges, all that. That's why you have Saudi princes rich as fuck. 
Right. But that's, that's why, why it's oil, it's, though. It's oil. But 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 are these places like when you go to these places like Russia and and uh, that's why is it teeming with life enough to com- to to like if there was another mass extinction, would there be an abundance of oil that was created from right now? No, that's what I'm saying. Of, like seventy percent of Russia is like inhabitable. That's uninhabitable. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like. There had to have been a shit ton of life but, but that you, created this oil. But yeah. you have to think... Um, Where did it all go? It, it, it went extinct. These are all like prehistoric creatures. So you have saber-toothed mastodons just chilling over there. Remember, it's the cold part of it. Mm. It's a land bridge. Even Alaska has a shitload of oil. And they had a land bridge between it's, it's nothing Russia can, and Nothing Alaska. can fucking live there right now. So I'm like... That's what I'm saying. Like that's all I'm saying is like the Earth sometimes go through cycles, mm-hmm. and maybe that was a very warm place once once upon a time. I'm pretty sure when it was with Pangea. When, when it was it with broke, Pan- oh, when it off, I get what you're saying now. When it broke off and everything started separating. And they, yeah, those creatures evolved, and there was a lot of them. So when they died off, they created the oil deposits. Yeah, and there's even a war in a, uh, like uh, on the North Pole, like that shit right there, like Canada. Has a part. Russia has a part. Like they're fighting for the North Pole, and the only thing I can think. Yeah, because that's that. Because that's what they're talking about now. Now the water is uh melt. The ice is melting. Oh, there's shit out there. Russia is trying to conquer the Arctic because all the fucking oil and shit over there. And if they can basically take that, they'll control like a whole. Because essentially, with when the ice melts, that makes a whole shorter trade route mm-hmm. for most of these ships. Mm-hmm. So if Russia can control that whole thing, everything goes to that. But it's like three countries. Yeah, like that trying to get Canada's that shit. one of them. I don't know if America's there. I'm pretty sure America's probably with Canada, but it's another one like like a weird place like Finland or fucking Switzerland. I can't remember. That's the future merged continent of the world. Amasia. I don't believe that's what What do you mean? Con- continental shifts. So you mean, that, do, you mean to tell me shift. that we're saying that we're going to merge back together? Yeah. yeah. Tectonic plates bring it back together. It won't be in our So we're separating yeah. and, and, then we, no. No, and then we're going to converge again? Uh-huh. And that's why I said that. And then there'll be land bridges and shits again. That's all animals and dinosaurs connected. That's, how, that's why there's key, there's fightless birds in South America, but yeah. there's also the same fightless birds in, in Africa, Africa. Yeah. but there are two different yep. fightless birds. Yeah. Because but they're they all Kiwis. They yeah. <laughs> so, so to, um, to go back to OPEC. Um, so him, like renegotiating the, like, to them renegotiating the, the relationship mm-hmm. is because they kind of feel the Democrats feel like they did that on purpose right before. The, um, before the election. Yeah. And they b- believe it's like... Um, curated. Curated. Mm-hmm. Like, these niggas are fucking with them. Right. So, <laughs> a lot of them are like, in Congress, want to, like, take away a lot of uh, rights they gave Saudi Arabia. Mm. And I forgot what exactly that America has for Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. I think it's like no tax or or a non-exempt in the in, in like the face of the world. I forgot what exactly, but I'm not mad at him for like spazzing, like spazzing. Like nah, nigga, you fucked me on this. Yeah, because he was urging them way before, like back in. Back in fucking August when shit was starting to go down. Yeah, he was like, don't cut it because he knew they were meeting. 
he knew OPEC was meeting, so he was like, don't don't cut production. Don't cut production. The world needs this oil. Like, you see what's happening in Russia. Don't yeah. cut it. But they, Russia's a part of the cartel, so it's like, am I going to go against my business partner? Okay. No. And that's why it happened. So what, when they cut it, Russia's going to get an influx of money, too, to fund the war in Ukraine. So it's on different levels. Yeah. You're gonna fuck up my party at home. You did that on purpose. Yeah. You're also gonna fund the war that we are Actively. actually seeing gains and moving in the right direction. Yeah. We can end this shit maybe in the next six, seven months. And you're gonna take, and, and our sanctions are literally fucking Russia up. Like these things are about to go broke. And you're literally just by you cutting production, and they cut it crazy. They cut it like by two million barrels or some shit like Sheesh. that. Yeah, so they're, like, so they're cutting production hard. And he was like, and for me to be coming to you to tell you, like he even went to fucking, he went to Saudi Arabia to meet with the Crown yeah. Prince. When does a president ever like, he literally had the president in your fucking house and you still, the most powerful man in the free world to get, Couldn't get that done. And for you to still cut it after that, it's like, okay, now they have to suffer too. Yeah, absolutely. It just is what it is. It is what it is. And they came out uh, this week saying, no, it was just about uh, price production. It was just about, you know what I'm saying, trying to clean it up. Like saying it has nothing to do with your politics. It has nothing to do with the war in Ukraine. It's, it's because we're putting out too much oil and we feel like it's gonna hurt us financially. That's the only reason we did it. But ain't nobody trying to hear that Everybody, shit. They're went, fucking rich as fuck, bro. And, and especially when your production has so many consequences right. on so much of the world. Really levels, yeah. And the world stage has to be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Like I understand your like domestic shit. Like I yeah. get it. But when it comes to world issues, like. I do believe that America is one of the ones that's like, okay, let's look at this shit on a broader scale Mm -hmm. and let's try to figure out what we need to do to prevent catastrophes and shit like that. So it's like, I get what y'all niggas are saying about y'all domestic shit, but y'all, them niggas is rich as hell. We're rich as fuck. Like, their their wealth is not going anywhere. Let's get this shit under control and then we can revisit this shit in the future. Yeah, but right now, nigga, this is not the time. He was begging. Yo, they said his fucking administration went crazy when it came out that they were cutting it by two billion dollars a day. <laughs> that nigga was like, what the fuck? He went to Congress straight up to his party and was like, we need to cut the exemptions for these things. Like, they can't have world exemptions with us anymore. And they're about to stop giving them weapons because that's what they do. Saudi Arabia gets all the American weapons. Wow. So, this, so, this, so, this, so this nigga Biden went to him personally. Yes. Asked him for a favor, mm-hmm. and that nigga said, fuck you. Fuck you. But and Biden was like, you know what? The disrespect, nigga. The disrespect. The disrespect. He's looking at cutting their weapons. He's like, well, they're not getting more, any more American weapons. They're not getting no tax exemptions. They're not doing none of that no more. That tank is like fucking, uh, fucking, uh, paid in full oh. when they're playing the game. No more this for you, yeah, nigga, no to like eat. No more price. No you don't chicken. eat. <laughs> you don't pay, you don't eat, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> That's exactly how he's doing it. 
Oh, it's really gang shit when it comes to oil. It's crazy. It's really gang, gang shit gang. when it comes to America. Let's be yeah. clear. And remember, they yeah. call it a cartel. But it comes to countries. Countries, they call period. It a it's some cartel. real gang shit. When's the next? When's the only time we hear Mexico? anything called a cartel? Mexico. When drugs. they're selling drugs and control the price of drugs. Yeah. You control the price of something. Yeah, you're a cartel. You're a cartel. Yeah. You're a whole gang. You can fuck you. Then probably niggas assassinate niggas, kill niggas, all types of shit. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. It's deep, man. It's deep. It's God, I wasn't deep. born into that game. I already took one. You already took it? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's keep it in. Uh, I guess world news real quick before we jump back into politics. Uh, NASA's DART mission a success. First planetary. Uh, defense was deemed a success. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it happened what two weeks ago when the satellite hit the asteroid. Uh, that happened like eleven thousand miles away from Earth. Let's put that in context. It worked. Fuck, it's fucking it destroyed. Crazy. It destroyed the. Uh, it did. Yeah, it didn't destroy uh, because it was a huge rock, regardless. Uh, uh, but what it did is it. Uh, so essentially, uh, Dimorphus, the name of the asteroid that we hit, it was already orbiting a much bigger asteroid. Mm. So what they was doing was seeing if they could knock the smaller one off its course. Off its course. And it did. So what happened was the smaller one had a a, a, a orbit of 11 hours and 55 minutes. After the impact that uh, went down to 11 hours and 23 minutes. So we changed the course by 32 minutes. So if you do but that's not like basically if there was a on track to hit Earth, that's enough over a hundred years yeah. for it not to even touch yeah, us. I, so. I, I can see that. I can see. So basically, they they were trying to see if they can hit the orbiting asteroid with enough force to knock it off its course. Yes. Period. Yes. And so then they can use those calculations to hit that big motherfucker. If it's coming, if it's coming the, towards yes. Earth, somewhere and they can be like, we can see that shit, but it's going to yeah. fly right past us. Mm-hmm. Or if it even, you know how those near Earth objects are in space anyway? How much time an asteroid flies near Earth that is not reported? It's a lot. I see yeah. I see flying shit through the sky so all the it, time, just so burning up in the atmosphere. For, for one to actually be coming our way directly, yeah, eventually it's going to happen, but once again, not in our lifeline, most likely. Yeah. But for Earth to actually have this defense, this locked and ready for future generations. This ain't got shit to do with us. Yeah, There's our kids, our kids' kids, our kids' kids' kids. If Earth is still a thing, I'm telling you warming. now, I can't even think about them niggas. <laughs> so, like, for us, does it mean anything? Probably not, but if Earth survives humans during this whole global warming thing, yeah. if we're not on Mars by then, then... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to Mars. We'll be on Mars by the end of, of, end of my Earth. I don't want to go to Mars. I be telling my kids shit like, oh, I'm going to the moon, I'll be back. And she'll be like, what? I don't want you to go to the moon. I'm like, it's just up the street. I'm like, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And my kids go crazy, but I do it for a reason. Like, their future may entail in the trips into outer space. So yep. I'm like, I'm telling them, like, I'm going to the moon. I will be back in a couple hours. Yeah. And I'll leave the gym, come back, and she'll be like, hey, daddy, how was the moon? And it sounds fucking crazy. It does. Yeah. But if they're living a reality where they may have to go into outer space, they'll be less scared because I'm already doing it. Yeah. In their reality. It's crazy, but... Uh, if... If... I guess here's a situation. If it was in one of those movies where the world was potentially dying, say like... Uh, 
uh, Interstellar because there was like in a whole dust storm. Oh, I was just about to say that. I was about to say if it's not Elysium, I don't want it. I'm not going to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Elysium, it was not a fucking... You don't want the, like, the whole space world, yeah. like, the, the whole fucking, it's like a space station, space but station, big enough for the planet. Space station, but it's impressive, yeah. it's a fucking whole planet, it was not like that, I don't want it. Yeah? Yeah. So What's the shit we were playing to? Mass Effect. Mass Effect and Elysium are, like, literally the same. Yeah, it is. Premise. Yeah. If it's, well, those shits... So, if you guys had the decision to make, would you try to take your family to space if you need, or would you just leave, stay, stay on Earth? And I would take. I would send them. And you just. I'd just stay. I don't give a fuck. I'm about to try and get my Savannah shit on. I'm about to get a bow and arrow. You out? A big so knife. This nigga's out of here. I'm out of here. And the reason why I'm out of here is because it's just like I've seen like civilizations take risks. Like, so let's say the colonizers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. You know, I've seen civilizations take risks and have major gains um, of the unknown. Um, so I'm with the shit. Like, I'm, I'm willing to, like, leave what I have now for the betterment of my offspring. And I feel like I can protect them more so than anybody. Like, if I send them out into the world, then they don't have my guidance anymore. Fuck it. That's what every fucking other animal does. Yeah, but we're not every ass, other man. animal. We have to, we have to, we have to at least train them I to be like able humans, to survive. I feel like humans guide their children until death. I feel like that's yeah. a human thing, though. The parents are there yeah, until, t- until yeah. death. That's, I mean, as long as you have a good parent, they're there. They're there till death, guiding you and to give and your helping you. But most other species, life. once you're born and right. once you hit a certain yeah. age, fend for yourself. Bro. You fend for yourself, unless you're a world. You see what I'm saying? So it's like. I get it, but me being a human being, like and understanding what it takes to be a parent, I'm going to try to protect them no matter what. So if here on Earth is not the best solution, I'm taking them and myself out. And if I die in the process, that's cool. But hopefully they make it and and continue to spread my genetics. Like I'm very science based when it comes to this reproduction shit. Very science based. So as long as that's what we're here for. As long as I'm replicating, I'm still here. I agree with that. That's that's the end of the day. That's what his shit is not science based. <laughs> Do you want to combat? No. Okay, but then. he knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what the hell he's fucking eugenics. I'm a <laughs> just because I like perfection. That's not perfection. It's racism. Shut the fuck. <laughs> uh, next up, Alex <laughs> Jones hit with a nearly one billion dollar damages suit. I guess the eight families of one first responder of the Sandy Hook school shooting. <laughs> Why is that funny? Yeah. Why is that fucking funny? Why is that funny? I'm sorry. What? You, you can't bust out. You got to elaborate on that. You can't do that. Say that. Say it one more time. Alex Jones okay. hit with a nearly $1 billion <laughs> damages suit. Against the eight families and one first responder of the Sandy Hook school shooting. So I don't. I'm not trying to make this a joke. I, it, it wasn't meant to be a joke. Yeah, you laughed too hard. I laughed at him because he swore like. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, no, he <laughs> he swore that hanging on Trump's coattails was going to be like an end all be all. I'm safe, whatever the case may be. But everybody that supported this nigga Donald Trump. Is going down. Not necessarily. Kanye just became a billionaire. Man, we're not. I'm not talking about Kanye anymore tonight. 
Why? We didn't even bring up Kanye. We haven't talked about him yet? Hell no. no. Oh shit, that's later. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know y'all niggas was always trying to jump the gun where we at with topics. No, I'm just well, Alex Jones. I like I like alluding to topics though. That's why I always do that shit. <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Oh, now we got now, we, now we got to go to Kanye. We haven't talked about Ye yet. No, no, no. Not yet. So, so basically, like what I'm saying is like the only reason why I laugh like that is because he really thought that he could go around this world building a narrative, and that's the biggest thing that I, I be harping on in this podcast, like. If you think you can build a fucking narrative that's going to harm the masses, you should be reprimanded reprimanded at the highest extent of the law. Like, you should not have a platform, have a platform to spread lies. Yeah. But, I don't care if it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't care what platform it is. If we, if the masses know that it's a fucking lie, and we should have fact checkers on everything. Yeah, but if the fact checkers that is appointed by government... I mean, even though I don't trust them that much, but but you got it's you know not that supported by government. It's like media companies. Yeah, that is why we have free free press because they're supposed to hold the world in check. accountable, okay. right? They're, but then we have they're supposed to be the fucking check. news. They should be the most powerful, and they kind of are because they fucked Donald Trump. They fucked him every the chance they could get. To the point that Donald Trump is suing CNN. Right? Yes. <laughs> Writers. Even people he trusted. People that he was like, that he read the book and he was like, this shit isn't true. And he was like, and then the guy would be like, can I can I write your next story? He was like, yeah, if, if, if I get reelected, yeah, you can definitely write my story. <laughs> like, the nigga that wrote his last two books, I, I was watching, it's the most interesting vice interview really yeah i forgot what his name is i'm sorry he's older but he's always done it he's hey you wrote which books i think it's called war a donald trump story i forgot just just put it if that doesn't work just put in um art authors that wrote books about trump and i can tell you who it is because he's the most famous one and his books are the most acclaimed um, but continue all of this. Yeah. So it's so interesting that Trump is literally, and there's a woman too that writes like crazy about him, but he always, when she comes back around, he's like, yeah, I'll give you the expose. It's a, it's literally some it's narcissistic, publicity, it's, publicity it's narcissism. Yeah. And I think his shit, cause she even, she even like, it was so crazy. She said, if he was never on The Apprentice, he wouldn't be president. Because he's a failed businessman. And The Apprentice made it look like... He knew he was doing... He was the fucking man at business. Yeah. So everybody was like, oh, if he can run a billion dollar business... He can run a country. He can run a government. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, off The Apprentice. But let's go back to the Sandy Hook. What do you think? Oh, about- I forgot what... I don't know. Oh, because he said all of Trump's people are going down. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. But, we talked about making him. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. but what? Let's go back to Alex Jones. I what think we you... found a better topic than the Alex Jones. <laughs> um, let's go with. Um, what do you think about that? Alex Jones. I mean, he's he's a weirdo, bro. <laughs> he's been a weirdo. Like Infowars is just weird. Like he used. 
he said that he went to Camp David and saw like past presidents doing like sacrificial. Yeah. Life. Yeah, that's the type of shit he's on. Like he's trying to say that the government is run by a a cabal. And, I seen that. And that's that's what he got famous for. It's like the skulls and bones or whatever. Yeah, and his super white ring and he thought Trump was the one that was gonna and he thought fucking Sandy Hook was a hoax to take people's guns. That is fucking a lie. I mean, white America stay in the woods. I have a bunch of guns kind of ideology. I don't know if that that is. White America could Correct. Tell me right now if I'm right. But in my mind I think that is everything I've seen from white America makes perfect fucking sense. So, <laughs> the fact that he has to pay for the shit he says is everything I've said from day one that I've been in this podcast. Like, you have to be accountable for the shit you say. Mm-hmm. And now that he has to pay a quadruple of billion dollars. Nine hundred and sixty-five billion. Is billion, he even I mean. worth that? He probably is not even he, worth He was that. Uh, reacting to it live because he wasn't in the court. Yeah. When uh, oh, that's so good. He was filming himself. He was literally in the studio he's, recording. But he's a genius too. Here, here. This is what he was here. I have it right here actually. Alex Jones invented clout. He's like, oh, I'm not even gonna go, but I'm gonna make sure I'm live. I'm gonna make sure I'm live for this. So this is him. Oh, you should definitely show this video. Million, 20 million, 50 million, 80 million, 100 million, blah, blah. That's you as they're reading out, like, the families, what they get. They want to scare everybody away from freedom and scare us away from questioning Uvalde and what really happened there. Or, or He's gonna get through again. And guess what? We're not scared and we're not going away and we're not gonna stop. And literally, for hundreds of thousands of dollars, I can keep them in court for years, I can appeal this stuff, we can stand up against this travesty, against the billions of dollars they want. It's a joke. So please, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Donate. And get Vitamin Mineral Fusion, get X3, get all the great products that are there. He needs money, basically. Oh, he's fucking. He needs he, money. He's passing. <laughs> he thought it was gonna be fifty million. He was like, "That's easy." Mommy, he he already had to. He already lost a suit like two weeks yeah. ago that was for fifty million. Yeah, yeah. So this was a completely different case, but now it's nine hundred and sixty-five million dollars between eight families and one first responder. Uh, basically, hopefully, this between Tasha K, uh, him. And and the chaos is happening with some of these other podcast platforms. A lot of people are knowing that you should be speaking uh, truths on your platforms. So you're not in one of these situations where you're now being sued, basically, hopefully out of business with him. Or you're getting alleged for things that you potentially might have said and... You know, you're trying to backtrack. Your and it's not even truth. It's like your truth. Like, be fucking responsible. If you're going to have a podcast... Don't be dumb. If you have a platform. Like, don't be dumb. If you, yes. Because at the end of the day, If you have a platform like, that reaches people. Yeah. Even if it reaches 10 people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, to me, it's just like, I we could mistakenly say the wrong shit here and cause catastrophes. So it's like, if you're going to have a platform, at least be a little bit intelligent. That's all I ask. But for you to just be spewing lies, like, I don't even know if he goes to sleep at night. So, like, saying speak the truth 
isn't necessarily what I want people to do because my truth, your truth, Jamal's truth, everybody's truth is different. Yep. Fucking do your research. And if you didn't believe it happened, drive up there before you even say anything. Like, walk to school yourself. See what's going on. Or talk to the Look, Talk to the families who are crying because yep. their children are dead, my yep. nigga. Like, don't just sit here the and money say that the shit fill the void. Right. So, like, don't speak the truth because your truth may not be real shit. Everybody lives their own truth, their own their own story. We're all creating our own stories codependently. But at the end of the day, like, don't sit here and not be well-researched. Like, I, I spew opinions all the time, but I know a lot, and I don't spew opinions on shit that could potentially have me paying people billions of dollars. So it's like, get y'all shit together. Plain and simple. Get, Plain your, shit, simple. get your shit together. I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Where do we go from here? Uh, oh, this is actually a good one before we could transition into entertaining with this one. Did we talk about legal weed yet? Last, that was last week? That was last okay, week. Just making sure we uh, said. Manhattan congressional candidate Mike Ictus is locked in battle with longtime incumbent uh, Republican Jerry Nadler. Mike Ictus is running a sex positive platform, and to show he is not lying, he released a 13 minute sex tape oh, with porn star. Uh, <laughs> I have to see it. <laughs> he she posted called Bucket List Bonanza. Bucket List Bonanza. I gotta write this <laughs> shit down. Bonanza. That's what he named the porn to show that he was so positive, sex it's positive. From California? Uh, I believe this is New York, Manhattan. Same thing, I guess. <laughs> I did not look up the video. I'm looking at uh... it. <laughs> that was not something I wanted to even care about. Okay, so what are you telling me right now? Why am I looking this up? So basically, yeah, you're saying there's a, there's a there's a politician. He's running for congressional. He's running for a congressional seat, and he, uh, going against the incumbent leader, uh, who he's Mike Itka. He's run a sex positive, you know, like sex workers yeah. things like that. Yeah. And to show he's about it, he released a sex tape with a porn star called Nicole Sage. To show that he was one for the sex workers. <laughs> Thoughts? Is that how you win in 2022 now? No. That's how you win. No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe in Congress for this fucking... I'm going to need a fucking sign. 200 people. 200 uh, representatives. But, like, who's the... So he's going against a Republican? Jerry Nadler. Oh, no, that's the fucking... That's the fucking incumbent, but he's a That's Democrat. He's a Democrat. Yeah, Jerry Mike Nadler. Jared, no, Jerry Nadler. It says Republican right there. R.E.P. No, that's representative. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the sex thing? No, I'm not, I'm not watching it yet. He's not gonna beat Jerry Nadler Look, with some sex tape. Maybe you see his Congress, like, it's on the sex tape. Like, yeah, that's what I told you. Jerry yeah. Nadler is such a high... A high representative. Wow. He's, he's not the gonna one. He's the one running the fucking. Um, uh, this bitch is fine. Though. What is it? What is it? January sixth committee. Oh, he's running it. Yeah, he's like the highest nigga in fucking. Not the guy in the sex tape. The guy. Oh, I was, I was like, <laughs> he's running against him. But that's what I was like. Hey, well, I don't know why they will have R E P for Republican and representative. I'm not into politics like that. Right How am I supposed to know? Representative! But it's also Republican. Everybody in New York's a Democrat. So? 
But it said R E P. Spell it out. Spell it out in the article you next time. You should definitely spell it out. Spell it out. <laughs> like Jerry Nadler. That nigga's not a Republican. Wow. So he sponged this shit. I can't find that shit anywhere. But anyway. So that's what he wants to do. Just be so radical that he's sex positive. But that's, that's not that's even what he's running on. But how is that? How is creating a porn sex positive? Like I can I can see where he kind of came up with that. But what in his right mind thought that was a good idea? Like is his is the majority of voters in that place like even if he doesn't win money? at least he fucked a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> so relying for him. I mean, if you're creating memories, what do you call it? Bucketless bonanza. Yeah, so we know what he was doing. That's crazy. Oh, uh, and we're sitting here giving him fucking. Jerry Nadler's in his fifteenth term. He's not worried about a nigga that has a, uh, a sex tape. Sex tape with a porn star. I don't know. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I was trying to find it, guys. I couldn't find it. I was going to give you our real live updates. But... Uh, Jermaine Dupri says the so so death versus bad boy versus is happening. Uh, and let's see. He actually kind of broke it down to what they're going to do. Uh, he said, I feel like it's performance based thing. Now, the majority of Puff Records, who's going to perform? So it doesn't sound like it's going to be like a uh, like a hit for hit thing is gonna be like an actual performance based thing. Yeah. So he said, "Yeah, the locks, but you don't have nobody to do Biggs verses, and I don't know that Mace will come out and do that with him no more. So I don't think that will happen based on all that. All my people, we rocking, we coming with a whole lot of energy." Uh, he added, "Puff and anybody else thinks about this battle, they try to downplay the Bow Wow era." When we get into the 2001, 2002, 2003 era of social death, I don't know that Bad Boy is even in existence. i never seen a Bad Boy record number one on 106 in Park. Thoughts? We don't got to stay long on this, but uh, at, least, at least we kind of know that it's quote-unquote happening. That's an update. Yes, it's definitely an update. It's an important one, too. It's going to be kind of like... This might be one of their biggest verses. Yeah... But what's going to happen? He's going to bring other artists out? That's what it sounds like he's going to do to actually do the performance of their shits. Yeah. Bring them out. That's hard. Yeah. That's not hard for Puff. No. I mean, Puff doesn't have anyone else. Like like JD said, who's going to do Biggs versus? This is something that's going to skip over those. He's going to bring his sons. He's going to bring his sons. That would be cool. Yeah, do his son. Bring his son out. That would be cool. And not even that, he had two, like, he had, like, three music groups. Like, this nigga, not the, who did I say, Big Bubba State Puff. He has, like, two music groups. He has Denby Kane. He has Diddy Dirty Money. He has Day 26. Then he has all the shit that he did, like, where he featured He has the band. The the first group. Yeah, like, he has a lot of shit that he can literally, like, wrestle up some hits. So, I don't know if Jermaine Dupri can go toe-to-toe with him as far as hits. Because Jermaine Dupri, he was out there, but he was just. He has hits, too. I'm not, I'm not saying that he doesn't have hits, but I'm just saying, like, I feel Jimmy like... Jimmy Dupree can definitely, like, call the brat. Yeah, the brat, Jagged Edge, Bow Wow. Bow wow. Uh, he can bring out some people, though. Uh, who... Is that really it for Jagged No, uh... Bow Wow. We said Bow Wow. We said Bow Wow. Uh... Jagged Edge. Yeah. The brat. The brat. Usher. I guess you can pull Usher for okay. a couple of songs. Yeah, Puff could definitely pull Usher. Maybe that was was that it for So So? No, I'm telling you, it wasn't no, that. It wasn't no, no, that no, no, iconic. No. Ludacris, he can bring out a lot of people. Yeah, but that shit is like nostalgia. Like, but that, I guess that wins most of the time. Nostalgia. Let's see, Street Bud. Heard of Street Bud? No. 
The Brat, Crisscross, Bow Wow, Escape, Jagged Edge, The Franchise Boys, okay. uh, Brian Michael Cox, Bone Crusher, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Quan, I don't know why Mace is coming up under him too. Jonta Austin. Oh, I didn't know Jonta was underneath them. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hamilton, 3LW. Yeah. Yeah, so he got some people yeah. for sure. He got some people for sure. And I'm not even going to go down the road. Nitty? Like Nitty on the beat? Sammy? Nitty on the beat. He could definitely be something Maybe the trap is going down. Rumors of Rihanna's Super Bowl show has been leaked. So we rumored to be the longest in history. 20 minutes. Apple bought the five minutes before and after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is rumored to uh, have a, a guest list, including her son, to be introduced to her son to the world at the first time. That's the leak so far of oh, Rihanna's Super Bowl. People are going to cry. going to see a picture of him or something? She's going to supposedly bring him out with ASAP. Oh, it's a fucking problem. Um, she oh, better have I some new music. I can actually bring, actually bring it down a little bit more. Uh, according to a reliable source, uh, no, uh, Apple bought up the five minutes of advertising before and after the show, giving her extended time to perform. Uh, she's going to have several, rumors are she's bringing out several guests to her show. Drake! Including Jeezy, uh, Calvin Harris, and Eminem. Jeezy. Young Jeezy. Oh, Young Jeezy. Uh, That's a good one. Eminem are all set to join Rihanna on stage. Oh, I don't like so the Eminem and Rihanna. And of course, the big finale will be her biggest hit, Umbrella, with Jay-Z hopefully coming out. He's not what? coming out. That's what it's saying. He no, boycotted no, the fucking Super Bowl. music? Isn't she going on tour after this? I don't know. I just saw something that said she was going on tour after this. Is she just going to play old shit? I'm going to be very disappointed if Rihanna gets on stage I mean, and plays nothing but her hits. She's been... Like there's been a lot like, of videos and stuff of her and ASAP in the studio, so there definitely should okay. be some new music. Yeah, even if it's just a song, a new song between them. Yeah. To to do yeah, to, to at least introduce her son. Yeah. Just have like music. a new have something new before you bring your son out there. Especially have something new if you're gonna do the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't want to hear old people. Yeah. Under your umbrella. I mean, maybe uh, I do. And what's Actually, the Eminem feature with Rihanna shit? Uh, what is that? I hate that song. <laughs> I hate the Jeezy song too. Me too. Actually. What is it? Oh no, it's T.I. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually that Jeezy Rihanna is kind of fire. I'm like, it is. Yeah, I kind of remember. Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, she just released Party Out of His Fucking Cage of Writing. And we saw he was huge. Mm-hmm. So she, he wrote her a bunch of hits. A bunch of hits. So where are those shit that party sacrificed his body for? Where are it's those shit? It's, it's in the island. It's she better island. get the recording and put it on a hard drive so she can send it out to the world. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not that excited to see Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. Like, yeah, we haven't seen her. She been doing her designer shit. She been doing her, you know, clothing line and her fucking makeup line or whatever the case may be. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I grew up with Rihanna being an artist to me so yeah. all the other accolades that she's doing is just businessman mentality like that's that old shit like i get what she's doing it's like crazy but shit. It, it's it's i want to see her come out as a artist again i want her to start performing again i want her to start getting into her shit her bag when it comes to making songs because the last good thing that i heard from her was like 
the ASAP and Rihanna shit where it was like, that's my bitch and that bitch, but she just featured on that shit. She didn't say anything. She didn't say a word. Song. She just featured on his video and then yeah. the shit before that was like, what, the, a DJ Khaled track? No. I don't know if you can take it. I don't know if you can take it. Maybe, maybe. That was the last shit that I heard from her. was a DJ Khaled song. Her and Bryson Tiller. Her and Bryson Tiller. That's the last time we heard her on a a track. That anti shit was really good, though. For you you to just, like, kind of leave music, that's a perfect album to leave it on. Because, like, people usually slept on that. Like, when it came out, I can imagine people sleeping on it. I slept on it. But as the years went on and she's not dropping shit, the more I listen to Anti, it's like, bro, this is a fucking perfect It's a good album. album. Yeah. It, and it takes you on a, an emotional ride mm-hmm. when you listen to the album. Because I feel like, how old was I when that album came out? Five years ago? 25? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know what I was going through back then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different time. It was a different time, so I'm expecting her to come up with some shit. Like, she I don't gotta wanna, come up with some new music. Yeah, I don't want her to come out playing the same old shit that I've been listening she to. She can't go to the fucking Super Bowl with just nothing else. Especially when the world expects so much. Just, she might. She might. I'm excited. Uh, let's see. Watch it. Where do we go from here? Uh, you want to talk about Kanye? Or you want to talk about the, the beef with over the Grammy nominations? Oh, with Lotto? And Nicki. Oh, how'd you catch that? Come on, man. I pay attention to everything, man. Yeah, you're good. I am good. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to go from here? Oh, <laughs> yay for me going to Lotto. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Because I'm going to be angry got, with yay. I'm going to start yeah, right, that shit. All right, well, Kanye, uh, he kind of... I'll talk- be back. Now you want to speak up. I kind of hate talking about him every week, but every week he gives us more shit to talk about. So uh, this week uh, of Kanye West, uh, J.P. Morgan, the bank, decided to end their business relationship uh, due to his uh, remarks over the week. So they told him to take his billion somewhere else. Uh, that's one thing. And then Kanye West on Drake Chance was all wait for uh, Jamal to get back because I didn't watch it. Right. I just felt like uh, someone should not give him the platform right now mm-hmm. to reach millions of people with his words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think Nori sees it as views for his platform. Mm-hmm. So I was very conflicted on watching Gay right now. So I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I saw a couple of the clips of the things he said. Uh, we kind of showed some of them outside. Uh, but yeah, uh, he said some stuff about George Floyd. Uh, saying, I'll play the video for that. I wonder, I'm sure Jamal showed, uh, saw that, but I'll play the video for that because he's uh, the family of George, George Floyd is now thinking about suing him for defamation for what he said. So, I watched the George Floyd documentary that Candace Owens put up. One of the things that his two roommates said, oh, I hate when it does that. Here's the clip that we're about to play here was they want a tall guy like me they want a tall guy like me and the day when he died he said a prayer for you know eight minutes he said a prayer for eight minutes they hit him with the fentanyl if you look the the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that that's crazy when he said mama mama his is his girlfriend they said he screamed for his mama. Mama was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary. But something that hit me that fucked me up when I was watching the documentary, and it said, 
they want a tall guy like me. When I looked at that image of him, this tall black dude with the bald head, he reminded me of somebody else. Who do you think he reminded me of? Virgil. He reminded me of Virgil. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna cry in front of y'all because that's how they get me, right? But I know that we lost him. And I know that this white company, Louis Vuitton, is not making statues of him, like as a martyr. And we don't know why exactly. We say it's cancer. So, that, we can stop it right there. I'm confused but, what the fuck he's trying to say to me. Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. But essentially, he said that... Uh, George Floyd was killed with fentanyl with the police, like, putting fentanyl in his arms. Civil rights attorney Lee Merritt just said the Floyd family is considering suing Kanye for his statements on his death, saying it's a slap in his face. He calls Kanye's remarks false, but also knows they can't technically be uh, defam uh, defamatory since girlfriend has passed. Uh, so that's one of the things. And then you kind of talk down all his other ramblings on Drake Chances, he was the only one who watched it. Yeah. Uh, before you start, I did say that I felt conflicted on watching it, yeah. but I felt like no one should give Kanye a platform right now to reach millions and millions of people mm -hmm. with his verbiage that he's been using recently. Mm -hmm. So I kind of felt like Nori is using it for views for his platform, for his business, because yeah. uh, no one else is going to have him on there, but he was like, come here. Uh, so that's what I said. That's why I didn't watch it. But what did you think about it? You watched it. Break down what he said. So <clears throat> the Nori shit is a little bit different. Nori literally has a relationship with EA now. Okay. Like after their first interview, like I think like Kanye took Nori all around Miami. Like they hung out. Like they're cool. And they knew each other from back in the day from being in the record company, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so for Nori to be like, come to my platform, it makes sense because they have a relationship. Yeah. Like, even if it's a nigga I don't agree with, and he's like fucking acid right now, like if you touch him, he's, yeah, he's radioactive. He's right? radioactive. Like, even if he's radioactive, but me and him were in have a relationship, I'll still probably bring one. You know what I'm saying? Um, just to clarify what's going on, but during the whole interview, he never, it was weird. It was like 20 minutes of him just rambling. Mm -hmm. Like even that clip is just like how he went from George Floyd to fucking Virgil. I didn't understand. I was like, are they trying to make it seem like George Floyd is a representation of Virgil? Like, I didn't know what he was trying to say. He's all over. That's, that's how that's his crazy. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why he, he just throws a bunch of shit to the wall and then slowly tries to make shit make sense. Makes sense. So does yeah. he have ADD? Like, like he know. can't formulate complete some thoughts? Of the, some of the things that's been showing up over the internet over the last week of research is that some of his closest people have been saying that this seems to be his biggest like mental breakdown ever. That's what some of the people reports closest one has been saying. But he just dropped a mixtape. I mean, not a mixtape. He just dropped a documentary. A like a 30-minute documentary with like two new songs saying like, yeah. go, don't like me, go listen to Drake or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was literally, um, a documentary was crazy. I didn't watch it, but I watched um, people reacting to it. And when he was reacting to it, it was 
He he basically the person I was watching basically watched the whole documentary with the stream, right? Gotcha. So it was like him meeting with Adidas. Him oh, in Japan. Meeting with the Adidas and he was like showing them porn on the phone. No, I didn't see that part. Oh, but it was, what? But it was, but it was Adidas literally like on a step stool explaining like I want to put him as the CEO. Like you got to put this guy as the CEO. I want this to happen. Like blanky, 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 blank. But I didn't see. I didn't watch the porn part. Yeah, so he was like Kanye West shows porn to Adidas executives. In new documentary? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me see if this one has a still frame. Because the last, uh, I didn't put this down as a as a list, but I did see this around. I did, uh, damn, I think it was TMZ that actually had the stills. Yeah. And you can see them, like, shove, like, the phone in the executive's faces. And yeah. then it was like, is that porn? And then he was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was shoving, like, more in their faces. Like, watch it. Like, <laughs> What is he doing? There has to be a reason. It's for not. Him to be it's doing not. All this. It's not. There's no way, bro. I'm hesitant to pull up any type of porn around y'all niggas. So for me to pull up porn in an Adidas executive meeting, he's I just, must be on some shit, bro. He's, he's dropping his balls. I didn't think the Drink Champs interview was like that heinous, except mm-hmm. for that uh, it's oh, the George Floor part and the, and the Jewish part too. Oh, you said he had another Jewish part. Oh man, he was going crazy. But he was explaining, he was like, we're black Jews too, we're from Africa, we're Jewish too. But the way the Jews do it, they always hold us on contract. He was like, what black person has a Jew on contract? Nobody. How many Jews have black people on contract? And I was like, hmm. what is he talking? It didn't, <laughs> it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense though. He was trying like, to explain What point is he trying to make? It, he was trying to explain that how Jews got their money and they keep it within their community and he's trying to do the same thing but he's trying to break black people out of group thought he even touched on Obama but he was like Obama didn't have the power but Trump had the power and and it was very weird it I get what he's very I get, weird I get what he's trying to do because I've Ever since I've seen a couple of his documentaries that recently posted in the past year. He even talked about the documentary. And he was like, he was like, the nigga that shot shows me just took it and then put it out there and said a narrative like, um... He's talking about the person that did the film, film. or the documentary. Yes, yes. The guy that did that just took a few shortcuts. His like, homies. He, hate, he hates, it's not his homie anymore. Not anymore? He, hate, he hates that documentary, apparently. Right, but even when watching it, like, it, even if he hates the documentary, it let me into his ideology and his thought processes a little bit. And so, like, I kind of get what Kanye's trying to accomplish, but he does a very horrible job at trying to so, do it. You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Mr. Broken says, this is kind of continue off what you were saying. Uh, at what point do we stop screaming at Mr. Old Kanye and start ignoring him? I've been a Kanye West fan forever, but this is starting to sting a little. No, you're absolutely Damn. right. Like, I, I get it. Like, all the videos What's that was name? in the documentary. Mr. Broken. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Broken? Mm-hmm. That was a good question. All the shit that was inside the documentary was like old narratives of how he used to think whatever the case may be, but 
for some reason, I still continue to think that there is some type of intelligence behind Kanye. Yeah. He just does not know how to formulate his sentences properly. And his his messages get so jumbled up that he doesn't know how to, like, explain it properly. And yeah. and and that's, that's a thing that happens in modern day culture. Like, we know of people who have so many thoughts that when they start talking, they're saying, like, that reminds me of being on, like, a psychedelic. Yeah. Like, I'm talking, but I'm saying three, four things at the same exact time. But the only people that can understand me is people on psychedelics. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't know if he's microdosing or whatever the case may be. It's but not that, I do believe that there's sense behind what he's saying, it's, but he doesn't know how to speak. It's, it's, I his think thoughts. It's, a, it's, no, it's his mental Cause capacity. Because, like, in the, in the documentary that he just dropped, you could, he would literally be making a song driving to a meeting and then flip and then talk about fucking Yeezy or some shit. Like his shit, I don't know what happened, but there is some kind of- Mental damage? Not even, it's like some trauma that came out maybe- With a car wreck or the mom death? Maybe the mom death, maybe the Kim Kardashian whole thing. Mm. Cause he alluded to that too. But it wasn't really a whole thing. Like, I can see how being Kanye West in a Kardashian world could be traumatizing because they're, like, multimedia moguls and royalty and they manipulate reality so well. Like, they're literally, like, the reality TV, like, savants. Like, they're kings and queens of that shit. But at the end of the day, like, I don't think that there's nothing that you can excuse this type of behavior for like the white lives matter shirts mm-hmm. that's inexcusable yep. he called he was calling Him. that he was calling that through the interview he was calling like death con 3 on the jewish community that's what he was meant i didn't get it he was like death con 3 and shirts. that's why and then Nori of... was kind of confused too he was like what the fuck but because a lot in, in during the week he got a lot of backlash from the jewish community because of uh death con 3 a lot of jews that's uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with the Holocaust for them, mm-hmm. where a lot their whole so that is a lot deeper. So when he said that, and he's he coming said, so for the they, Jews. So the Jews they, had something that was called Defcon Three. Defcon Three is like an alert system for like uh, for nuclear. nuclear. Yeah, yeah. not just nuclear. It. No. It's everything as far as like wartime things. Uh, so like, if you get closer to war, if you know things that's happening, the Defcon moves. Up, up and, and up and up. That, because he, he was like, Deathcon shirts. He called the, that shirt a Deathcon shirt. And I was like... Yeah. He, he's using terminology that is offensive to people. And yes, Deathcon is just a military term. Mm-hmm. The way he was using it was in like a aggressive towards one set of people. Mm-hmm. When unfortunately was the Jewish community where he says... That they control everything, they're blackball him, they blah, blah, blah. But I get now the they Jewish, are the Jewish media. He he he, he talked about that. Mm-hmm. He said he talked about Trump and the Jewish media hating him. He alluded to like twenty twenty four, possibly running again. I think he's running, and I mean that should never work. But I don't know. It's weird, man. And, That's why I say and it's back weird. To, uh, he's the cousin everyone in the family gives a pass because he's going through it and he's just like that. But he's about I, to sell something soon, and and that's the thing that, like you said, Mister Broken, we we have to just say enough is enough with him. I don't think because can, uh, though. What because, you mean? Because just because he makes another fire album, thinks that's gonna drop he, everything he's doing. He was, he's more 
influential than that, though. Yeah. Like, you can't write Kanye off because Kanye, and that's what I keep trying to, like, well, get we to. We should. Look how much, look how much. This is what I'm trying to get we're to. We're putting so much energy believe, into this guy. He thinks he's bigger than what he really yes, is. Yes, but I do believe that he's big. And some people just don't understand what he's trying to put off. Like, like I keep saying, like, this has been the whole narrative of my Kanye West shit. I do believe that he's an intelligent human being. And I do believe that he has a goal. Like, he's trying to get people closer to God. He's trying to get people to be, you know, he's talking about black only. He's talking about this in, in the Jewish community and how they was able to get their shit off. Like, he's bringing up valid points. Mm-hmm. But the way that he's delivering his message is not profit. Like, like, like if, if I can see if he was Nas with these ideologies and he was spitting that shit off Nas would to never, everybody. Though. No, I'm talking about like the way Nas his would deli- never. No, I'm not talking. <laughs> no, I'm talking about his delivery system in total. Like the way that we're perceiving all his shit is rambles. It's all over the place. He sounds he sounds manic. But at the end of the day, like there are certain aspects of his ideologies where I'm like, okay, yeah, we should be buying black. Yeah, we should be doing shit that Jewish people do and Hispanic people and any other people that's in America mm-hmm. outside of white America. Like we should, but his shit, but there's his certain shit, shit that we but, should be but doing. But a lot of his shit is tainted by privilege as fucking well. Like it, it's tainted by privilege and fucking ego. Just like I didn't 100% even, know, ego. I didn't even know that he. That he uh, showed executive porn, like, nope. bro, what? In whose world is that fucking okay with? It's it's okay in a billionaire's world. It's okay in a nigga that's like, you know, what I'm saying that's why the whole Me Too shit is like power tripping on he bitches. Kanye almost feels like these companies need him more than he needs them. That's not true. Yeah, I that's I don't know if it takes away. He feels from, like he he feels there's like another Kanye. Com- what do you mean? What I mean is there's another artist that's willing to go out and do the work and actually be no, sociable no, no, no. and able but, to interact with businesses. Like, he's expendable, and that's why Adidas no, no, no. and fucking yes, yes. Gap and everybody yeah. else is like, fuck you, He nigga. even alludes You're to expendable. that in the, in, in the interview. So the, in the interview, it was, it's not what you think it is. You think it's a bunch of hateful rhetoric. It's a, it's a tad that, but it's from a... It's from an aspect... Of his people, you know okay. what I'm saying. Um, so he he even alluded to what you just said. He was like, "I I have the person from Balenciaga on my team," and he was like, "He's the greatest. He's the greatest um, fashion developer ever, or whatever." And Nori was like, "I thought you were the greatest mm. ever." He was like, "I never. I can't put myself." in that space because I never went to school for it. I never did this. I don't know how to cut. I don't know how to see. He doesn't have the he you know what I'm He was like I'm, I'm the I'm He's the visionary. He doesn't have the he prerequisites. Yeah, he said I'm literally the Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs could he and then he alluded. He was like Steve Jobs couldn't program. But he was the visionary. But he was the visionary. It, which and is okay. That, and that's what he was. That's saying. okay, but understand your place as so, a visionary. So, like, you can't be the visionary. I say that to say this that in the interview, he showed a lot of humility. And a lot of his rhetoric was stupid as fuck. But at the same time, it was like. Got another question here from Mr. Broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you guys say that this takes away from his legacy or what he's done for hip hop? But are we separating the culture from the music? 
it's crazy that this is what the same guy who got on the news and called out Bush for Hurricane Katrina victims. How does that transformation happen? Yeah, I feel like you have to separate the two. I, I, I'm always going to separate. The two. Yeah, I'm, I'm always going to separate the two. I don't think okay. you can though. Because what's the difference for separating R. Kelly's? I was just about to bring up R. Kelly. You can separate and, and, the music and me from. I personally can separate. Everybody can't do that though. Just like everybody can't raise children, everybody can't. can't do this. Everybody can do. At the end of the day, like I understand. There's that. no way you can separate it when he writes music for Michael Jackson and the song he writes is like, "You are not alone." But it's all about perspective. <laughs> you're fucking creeping me out, nigga. Exactly, nigga. No, you're no, creeping you me don't out. Listen to that shit. Be creeped out. And be like, "I don't." No, I never, I, ne- I Come never on, have bro. done that. Really? Come on. Until today, where you, you and Adam, I am who wrote your music. And when I listen to your music and know this thing is a sick fuck that locked bitches in this can't, house, can't listen to it. And then, so you can't listen to AJ nothing but a number no more by Leah. Absolutely no. Absolutely the fuck what not. What the fuck is Absolutely, you talking about? <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> I think Kanye's a little different because he wrote shit like Jesus Walks. Yeah. He 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 produced shit like fucking Pusha T's album with the dope track. See, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's what track? happens is like the musical stuff, people tend to lose that as the forgiveness for everything else. That it's not does. forgiveness. It's it's a it's a it's like giving a blind eye then. Like it is. It, it's not even I giving agree up, with it's not even which giving is wrong. I mean I it can see wrong. I can see how you can say that, but in my reality, right? Like how I perceive There you go. Don't start with me. <laughs> your I'm, not, reality, I'm not on that shit today. Your perspective. So as far as my perspective is fucking concerned, right? Yes. I have the ability to appreciate art yeah. and to separate the person because like I don't I don't view the songs the way that they view the songs. Like I can literally listen to a fucking R. Kelly song and think about my woman, who is well above age. Fuck no! But when you know he's fucking random bitches, and it and it fucking weird. It's weird. It's literally like this nigga is talking about his life. I cannot put myself in that mindset. I cannot put myself in that mindset. The only time, I, the only time I listen to music is when niggas are right drawing me a fucking picture. Bro. Absolutely, that's why Nas is my favorite rapper because there's you nobody that pens that shit like that nigga. And that's why I've been on that PZ shit because I feel like I'm a Detroit player selling the bag. <laughs> the nigga was like, I done put the bag down and I'm a full time rapper, nigga. I get that. So maybe it's a <laughs> maybe it's a trauma response. Like maybe I'm correlating my life with R. Kelly's songs because I know his songs are good and I don't want those pictures of what he did to taint the song. Like, maybe it's a defense mechanism for me. Like, ever since that shit happened, I hear R. R. Kelly. It's very rare. Like, I don't even look up R. Kelly, but the the, the rare fact that I might fuck around and hear an R. Kelly song, I always associate it with something that's going on in my personal life, not something that R. Kelly would be imagining. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're putting ourselves in R. Kelly's shoes when listening to this music, which is what is gross. Certain songs is really hard to listen to. I agree, but I don't don't think I listen. Step in the name of love. That comes on fine. Fine. Right, and that's the type of shit that... But I can't even listen to Toot Toot, Give It a Beat. That's baby. That's baby talk, nigga. There are so much weird songs in his catalog that was like he can absolutely. But there are a few like neutral songs. I can't. But in in 
clarity if R. Kelly comes up on my playlist because my playlist has been around for like 12 years. I just update it literally daily right. or weekly. Mm-hmm. If it comes up now, it gets taken off my playlist because mm-hmm. it just... It doesn't put me in a place of comfort like music is postal. It puts me as a place of like angst, like oh this nigga was fucking nasty, and he he wrote wrote his escapades in his music, and we all accepted that until it came out. But I didn't even know he was doing that until that documentary came came out, out. and I was like, I started listening to it, and I was like, holy shit, but this shit is gross. Uh, let's see. Mr. Brokey with another question. Then what about Bill Cosby? Are Bill Cosby and Cliff Huxtable two different people? In all fairness, Cliff, H- Cliff Huxtable did help raise a lot of us. This is a conversation for y'all because I'm a little bit younger than that. Yeah. yeah. So, but he's basically saying do you separate the two people? Like I, Bill I Cosby can't give my opinion and, on Bill Cosby. He wasn't like a transformative person in my life. Fuck like, Bill. He didn't raise me. <laughs> but it's like an it's an it's like a it's I, it, I feel like it's like time, a black American at thing. At the time he was like he, was he the, did he raise was the king of the oh, he, was, he was the first black person that the, you saw. His the dad. wife was a lawyer. He was a doctor. It was like the first positive image of like a full black family yeah. on TV. And then but you have to realize though, that was in like the eighties when a lot of niggas was dealing coke, selling crack. Yeah. And dads were families. in jail, broken we had, families. What was the shit we had? We had fucking good times, which was never good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Broken family. The, the, I mean, we had the Jeffersons, but the Jeffersons came off of fucking... And that was old. I forgot the white shit. We're talking about some old but shit. But all of this shit's old. But I Bill forgot Cosby. Jeff- Jeffersons came off of uh, All in the Family. All in the Family? All in the Family, which was yeah. a racist white family. And... George Jefferson was their fucking neighbor. Yep. Yeah. And then he fucking <laughs> he made it though. <laughs> he got it. Oh, oh my god, the spinoffs in the fucking 70s are fucking fantastic. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. he's basically saying you should, if you could separate Bill Cosby from Mr. Huxtable. Yeah, you have to. You but even though, like, even even that. Because Bill Cosby was so, Bill so, Cosby he was, so, he was. So would you say, is it safe to say that the separation of the person from their character is all going to be dependent on that individual person? But that's, Each every, case that's everybody, though. Because or, or if someone did wrong and they were an actor, he did just fucking wrong and they were an actor. It's, in my opinion, just with the R. Kelly shit with Bill Cosby, I believe that when we knew who, um, what's his name, Cliff Huxtable, yeah. we knew Cliff Huxtable. No, but just Cliff, like when I watch when I watch you know fucking Arrow, I'm not thinking that the nigga playing Arrow is literally no, shooting niggas in point blank. No, but you know the weird shit that was Cliff Huxtable. He was a fucking OBGYN. He was an OBGYN, and he like putting pops, and he did his cases in his basement. Yeah. It was so there was so much red flags in that <laughs> show too. So I never knew the show, but yeah. at the end of the day, like I I separate myself just like we were talking about watch Ray J flags. and Kris Jenner and Kevin Kardashian. I know that there's a separation between reality and in in what we see. Of I course. know that to be true. So since I know that to be true, it's hard for me to merge the two. But only once I found would, out that it's only happening. somebody that would do anything for clout. Do anything. No, you, you, you are, <laughs> nigga. I'm not. I'm not giving bitches quaaludes, nor am I associated with anybody under the age. That's of not clout, though. My girl. That's not clout. That's like, you see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's just being like a sick nigga. I'm not calling you a sick nigga. I love you. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a sick nigga, but I'm not that. Whoa! Sick. Come on now. He just gave you an out. He just went right yeah, back. Yeah, he was. I'm right, 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 right
nigga, whoa. You two, nigga, come here, come here. <laughs> I am. But I'm not as sick as them two niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, play the in the playground that you're given, nigga. There's a whole playground. Play in that playground. Let's stop being weird. That's fine. Don't, don't tell R. Kelly to play in the playground. No. Don't tell Oh, God. <laughs> that was some sick shit. Oh, God. I didn't mean it like that. You're done. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's funny. That was bad. Cut this shit out. You gave me the layup right there. I was gotta go for it. Gotta go for it. Only people who see this shit live. (laughs) I've done that shit. Uh, Got a last couple of topics, then we get out of here. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Lotto, they're beefing over their Grammy nominated songs. Uh, So, Grammys decided to move Nicki Minaj's songs. Super Freaky Girl from Rap to Pop, but they left Lotto's song, The Big Energy, in the rap category. Uh, although they share the same type of rhythmic beat cadence. and cadence, and I believe they're produced by the same person. And now they are beefing with each other over it. Thoughts? Here's my thing, and I'm gonna keep it fucking simple. Nicki Minaj, I love Nicki Minaj, I love Lotto. Nikki's from New York, Lotto's from Clayton County, you know, I'm already, oh, you already know God. how I am with my people from Clayton County. I fuck with 2 chains. I fuck with fucking Lotto, anybody who came out the city, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I do believe that there is a time and a place for everything. So, the simple fact that Nicki Minaj has been in the game for, what, 15 years? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be beefing with a 26-year-old woman. It's different. About, hold on. It's different. About. You need to know the backstory. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. I promise when I talk you're gonna I get it and then we'll have that but this is this is my opinion right Uh as a grown as a grown ass woman no as a grown ass woman who already got her awards her accolades and everything like that if Lotto was to win even if the cadence was similar and everything like that there should never be a time where any of our people are like fuck that that should have been classified as this da 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 you're literally 15 years into the game and you see this young woman trying to get her feet into the ground. Like, don't sit here and slander her fucking her fucking accolades and her accomplishments. It was a very popular song. Yes, it may have been mischaracterized and if it would have been pop two, you would have won. But why are you still fighting for trophies at this point? Like, you're Nicki fucking Minaj. No, All these right. young bitches are worshipping you and they fuck with you <clears throat> and, and you paved the way for them. And you're gonna sit here and 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 try to say that okay, how is it different? How is because it because she's been nominated ten times and never won a Grammy? Who? Nikki. Okay, and there's a lot of niggas who've been nominated more than that and never won a Grammy. That's true. So at the end of the day, she's just going through the plight of a black person in America. Mister mm. Broken says it's because Nikki is a pop star. I think sometimes we forget pop just means popular and doesn't have a specific sound. It's basically a product of her success. Absolutely. And that's what I was saying. She's been crushing it she's, today. She's who, been, are, who is this guy? He's a, he's what, a what music is that? Yeah, one more thing. He's about to get modded. <laughs> no. At the end of the day, that's what I was saying. Like, Nicki Minaj has had the game in a fucking chokehold for 15 years yeah. minimum. And now you have a rapper. Now, granted, she went, she had a couple pop tracks. Uh-huh. She had a couple pop tracks, but Nicki Minaj just submitted herself as a pop star. So now Lotto, as a rapper, she has a pop hit. That shit goes crazy. They're both rapping in the songs. I think I think are this you, is where she's probably upset. This is, and I'm sorry for cutting you off. I think it's a, a 
away because you said that she's been nominated ten times and haven't won one. How many she times probably got nominated? But she probably feels Holy like this Mark. was probably her what? best time Holy chance. Holy Grammys. Yeah. But That's a bad comparison. Nikki, Sorry. You can say Nas. Nikki Nas. Probably, Nas only has one. Nas. And he like, just won recently. He just won recently. Yeah. But uh, Nikki probably feels like this was probably her best chance of winning her Grammy if she was in the rap category. Because if you go to pop, then you got to deal with like those huge other mega. You got to deal with like the Ed Sharons and things like that. She yeah. So it's like her chances of winning against those big conglomerate names is slimmer than if she was in a rap category with just rap people voting for a rap category. But she put herself in that position. No, no, no. For her her, money and her her fame. She didn't put herself in pop. The Grammys moved her from rap to pop. What I'm saying is, Nicki Minaj as a rapper put herself in the pop category by the type of music she made, by the type of artist, like the type of artist that she featured on her shit. But what she's she's also saying about that song, Big Energy, that she is competing against is also a very popish song. It is a very popular song, but we're not talking about a pop star. Like Lotto is not a pop star. She's classified all as right. a rapper. Right, I get right. I get that the cadences are similar, but all I'm this is this is the biggest thing that I'm gonna take from this. I don't wanna get too technical. I wanna get back to morality. As a as a woman, like even if she hasn't won her first Grammy yet, she has millions of dollars, she has everything that life could have ever offered her. So, and if she sees another black woman trying to succeed, the worst thing that she could do is get on social media and talk shit. Like, invite this I bitch agree to brunch. With that. We don't invite her to brunch. That, but no, 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 no. That is Nicki. That's what I'm trying to say. That's Nicki Minaj. Like, she wants people to fucking, like, all the young girls. And she kind of has a right to do it because none of these girls can rap better than her. But she will literally send her barbs after... After people. the people. She's a fucking bully. The only, the only, she did get called a 40-year-old bully. She's a 40-year-old She's a bully. That's what Lotto said. She said, my mom, and you're older than my fucking mom, and you're a bully. A bully, yes. And, and that's my problem with Nicki Minaj, bitch. But you've been in the game no, for 15... No, 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 no. Female no. rappers have been hot for how long? No, no, Four but, years? But, but that's the thing. That's the thing. There's so much beef going on around Nicki because she wants to run rap, and I think she's like... Real, realizing that she's old, she lost like we're talking grip. about Kanye, but she's kind of on. She's a that, Kanye. She's kind of on the same path, but yes. not that extreme. Yeah, no, she's pretty extreme because she's been she's been losing her shit a couple of times. Like there was this one time where she was with me, and she was on the pills, and she was talking all crazy. Like there's been a couple of times where Nicki Minaj has literally like gone outside of character. If, if I could, if I could say that. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to realize, like, eventually you have to bow, not necessarily bow down, but, like, give bitches a path to get their own shit. Like, there should have never been a time where she told Lotto anything about anything. Like, if you have some shit to say, invite the bitch to brunch and tell her she's doing a great job. No, that's not how she works, though. She literally... But she's a fucking bully. She literally finds people that want the Nikki, like, Like, stand. Cardi? No, no, not Cardi. Cardi said, fuck you, bitch. I've been no, doing but it by she, myself. But she That's had, why she can't bully but Cardi. But motorsport shit, she, she wanted to stay no. with motorsport, but the, I think the beef no. was 
that Cardi got mad at Nicki because mm. she heard Cart that there was an original Nicki verse. That's different. There was an original Nicki verse, and then she heard Cardi's verse, and then Nicki changed her verse to be harder than Cardi's or some crazy shit. But that's, like that. Yeah. But that was the first. But Cardi's famous. not. But Cardi's not bowing to her. That's the thing. No, she was. She was the first one to say fuck Nicki. Yeah, I'm not bowing to you. Yeah, I'm gonna get this bread regardless. So they're on that side. But everybody else, Koi Ray, fucking every other female rapper wants the Nicki badge. And to get the Nicki badge, you have to kiss step ass. on her ops, yeah. kiss my ass. Like even even um JT from the City Girls got into it. Yeah, she was beefing yeah, with uh, and Cardi with Cardi because of uh Nicki. Because of Nicki. Because Nicki gave her a, a stamp and and Cardi and her Cardi literally was like, um, what'd she say? You're basically a dog. I, it was basically that, like you're kissing ass, bitch. And then they went back and forth. Like I felt bad. Like after the interaction, I felt bad for JT because she was literally like, she was kind of in a rock and a hard place. Like, yeah, I'm trying to do this, but why would you call me up? Da, 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 da. So it's literally like Nikki is literally like weaponizing her barbs. I'm 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 happy for Lotto, and that's the same thing with Glorilla, cause like. You literally can't fuck with her because she's too new. She just had a hit with fucking Cardi. Mm -hmm. Like she's eventually, it's gonna be up on her too mm -hmm. for for Nicki. Uh, Mr. Broken says it's. I think it's because she hasn't officially been giving her flowers for bringing back female rap. She's always been accused of being uppity and refusing to pass the torch. I will. Say, she doesn't want to pass the torch, and she wants everybody to kiss her ass. But. The reason, the reason why she can do it is because nobody raps better. Yeah. None of but these young girls. The female mold was her. Nobody can. She took what Fox did her. and made a whole lane. Yeah. But my thing about it is like, when 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 does pride overshadow humility? Like everybody who I know in the game that is humble. Like even Kendra said it. Bitch, be humble. Sit down. Be, like it's a whole ideology. Like humbleness and like giving bitches a platform and congratulating them on their accolades and shit like that, yeah. that's going to push you further towards your goal than to be a hater. And I love Nicki Minaj. Like, I give her her flowers. It doesn't matter if anybody else give her her flowers. Me and my reality, I give that bitch her flowers. Yeah. But what I don't like is how she's going up against these bitches with talent. Like, JT's nice. Like, she's not as outgoing nice. as Young Miami. In my opinion, like, in my opinion. She's not nicer than Nicki. No, she's not nicer than Nicki. I'm not saying that she's nicer than Nicki, but she has a fan base. And her really fan base dope. likes her music. And so does Young Miami and so does Lotto and so does a lot of these other female you know rappers. There's and a, even that one bitch, that light skinned bitch. There's a uh, What's her name? Oh, uh is she beef with her? The nigga a munch. Nigga. Oh no, 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 no she hasn't beef with her yet. Yeah, but I'm saying like no, she, she beefed these with, bitches uh, are better than her. She beefed with your girl. What's her name? The chick from Milwaukee. Oh, um she's I don't want to say it out loud. She's a part of the community. No, Lakeisha. stop it. Yeah. Kia. Kia. Lakeisha. Lakia. 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 Yeah, she even beefed with her. Like, if you're not... And Lakia has bars. If you're... She's not... She don't rap better than Nikki. No, nobody, like, nobody raps, better, raps than better than her. And that's the thing. Cardi will send you fucking bars. <clears throat> she'll sub you. She'll do that. Like, I'm not kissing your feet. The rest of them... The, the rest of these girls, they're on their fucking knees kissing the fucking crowd. 
So that's why she could get it all. It's the ring. And the bar, yeah, exactly. And the bar, and she could just send the barbs. Barbs, unfollow this bitch. Or uh, barbs, this bitch thinks she's a Karen. We, I saw that all in the tweets between her and Lana. Yeah. Calling her a Karen. Yep. Call it, I mean, it, I, and this is the same thing Nikki did to Lil' Kim. If you remember, she, she aged her out when, when, get out of here. when Nikki was 20, Kim was like in her 30s. Mm-hmm. She was calling her an old bitch, old bitch. And now that these young bitches are popping, roles reversed, popping, she feels a way about that. She talked about um, Lotto's album sales. Like tw- she only sold like 25k, but nobody expects Lotto to fucking. That's her first debut album. It's her first debut Nikki album. Should have taken she's been rapping since 13 years old. Nikki should have taken Flo Millie underneath her wing, under her wing. That's what Broken says. And Flo, Flo don't need that though. That's the thing. There's a there's a bunch of girls that don't need it and don't want it, and they deserve that title. Like Cardi B. Uh, uh, there's a uh, bunch of girls that need. No, it. it's a it's a bunch of girls that need it. But they I'm talking it. about the niggas who we know are going to still be here five years from now. I'm talking about Lotto. She's going to be here five years from now. City girls. And I'm and, and the only I don't know about the city no, girls. No, I'm not talking about city girls as a group. I'm talking about city girls as a brand. Like they're not going any fuck, especially now that she tied herself to Diddy on Miami. Mm. She's not going anywhere, <laughs> and she's still a rap bitch. Like yeah, it don't matter what nobody say. Girls tied themselves. <laughs> I understand and that, but, but 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 Carisha's doing it different. Like don't talk about Carisha. Like we can we can we can like. What's up? I mean, she raps horribly. That's 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 what you're trying to do. I'm saying she raps horribly. Anyways, I love Christian. Last two topics and we'll get out of here today, fellas. We've been having a great time. And we 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 can go all night. It's been a good podcast for sure. Uh, one or two. (laughs) Two. One. Sue Surf catches a federal RICO charge. Oh, in New Jersey. God damn. <laughs> on what charges are not known as of yet, but it's a federal RICO charge that have a 95% conviction rate. They can't. Uh, there they... was no Joe Budden podcast this week in which Sue Surf, he's on there a lot. Yeah. I don't know if there's any connection there, but I realized that today. I was like, wait, no podcast today. And that happened yesterday, no pod. So, uh, this is nothing to do like a lyrics uh, implication. Like, are we sure? Because he's a battle rapper and he, he tells nigga he bodies nigga. Yeah. Well, this says charges aren't known yet, so we gotta wait okay. to see what happens. But Damn, so far, so... from what's from what's being told so far, is not supposed to be under lyrics. But okay. we don't know the charges as of yet, so we don't know what they're gonna throw. I I don't know nothing about it. I just heard it. That's that gang life. on someone else's stream. He was like. Okay, so I was listening to Academics and he has beef with fucking the baby. Yeah. And <laughs> not the baby, little baby. Yeah. And he was like, You think these niggas are gonna come up to New Jersey to fuck with me? Sue Surf just caught a Rico. I was like, What? He <laughs> knows everything. He knows everything. Yeah. The, the hip hop police are clearly out. Uh but uh yeah, any anything in depth with that, or you just want to wait for more info to come I out. I have before. to, I have to listen to more info. So let's wait for more nothing, info. I don't know nothing about uh, it. Another Rico charge isn't good for the hip hop community because no, no, they're not not in the battle rap community. Yeah, because now they're I all going to That's supposed to be the most speed. greasy place to rap. So 
Uh, we'll see. We'll get more updates on that when more news comes down the tunnel. Uh, and the last but not least, uh, NFL superstar Devontae Adams was cited for oh. assault. Uh, for shoving the photographer to the ground after Monday Night Football. Oh. Uh, the court saying the victim suffered from whiplash, a headache, and possible minor concussion. Yo, he's dragging it. <laughs> he's absolutely... But you, but you have to, though. If you get pushed by a multi-millionaire that just signed like the hundred thousand million dollar contract, my neck, my back. My neck and my back. No, 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 no. I just <laughs> pissed myself. Holy shit, somebody attacked yeah, me. No. All right. Yeah, no. If he if it lines up, hoe, like, yeah, you, you, any nigga that does that is a hoe. It's fucked and up. And I would, and if a nigga did that in front of my shit, and I knew he was doing, I'd be like, you're a fucking hoe. That's a whole you're shit. You're a whore. That's a whole shit. You're though, a whore. But, hey, he should never push the nigga. Why he pushed him? Because they lost. No, they. Him? But it was embarrassing the way they did it though. Like, so you don't pay it off on a person whose job is just to get patrons. No, but that man. nigga literally, why he was walking, fucking like. Any nigga that interrupts my space, he, I was like, I, I'll push him. Even when I'm driving and the nigga cuts me off, I feel the type of way. That nigga literally was walking into the tunnel and, and the nigga was like, whoa, push. There are some niggas who literally will enter like my field of like protection, especially since I have kids and a woman and shit. Like if you interrupt our zone, you I'm can't. liable to fuck you up. You I'm liable to push you out of it at least. That's what I'm like, saying. Like if you get too close to my family, and don't be upset if they fake some shit. And absolutely. And, and then they take your ass to court. I take the consequences. <laughs> I'm not a fucking action. Did you say that earlier? Yeah. There's repercussions yeah. for your actions. But 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 I feel for him because the way they lost that game, they were up by 17. The next half came. Those niggas stormed all the way back. They have a chance to kick a field goal, and then on the last play, my they fucking, hit each other. my hit fucking, each other. my fucking wide receiver best friend didn't get off his break right enough, and now we trip, and now the ball's right in front of us, and now we lose because that's fourth down. Nigga, I go to the, he went to the bench hot. He took his helmet off. He slapped that bitch because he already, he's the richest nigga on the team. He already, he already, after the third loss, they lost three games in a row. After the third loss, he called a team meeting by himself. It was like, yes, and we need to be more accountable. Everybody at their individual positions need to be accountable. And then in the last play where we possibly can win it. They fucked up. I get fucking tripped up by this nigga that's supposed to be on my team. You know what I'm saying? Like, that team could easily be 4-1 and one because the games have been so, so close, tight. Yeah. But I'm 1-4. and four. He did so not leave Green Bay to go to Vegas for that. So at, Exactly. So at this point, I just fucked up. I'm blaming it on my teammate receiver for real, but fuck it. It was me that tripped on the last fucking play. That's like the culmination of this fucking season. Yeah, and it's not even done yet. It's not even done yet. It's fucking, I have fucking 10 more games. <laughs> so so I'm trade, like, trade me back. Yeah, so I'm going back. to the locker room and all of a sudden this white wing just cuts in front of me with a fucking camera. What do you think's going to happen? Get the fuck out of here. And, and now the nigga's dragging it. You hear from my lawyer, my now, lawyer. Now the nigga, now the nigga. Thank you. And he's in criminal court for assault. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's not it's even assault. for a bag. It's assault. 
don't push me to the ground like that because you lost. Nigga. I'm suing. Don't get, yeah, I'm suing too. That's the easiest nigga. way to get rich in America, nigga. Sue a nigga. And I'm going to go I hope he has fucking ties to the hood. And I'm going to another stadium. I'm going to follow that nigga around there. I'm following that nigga. I'm fucking that nigga's block. Because he did that shit on motherfucking purpose. Friends I'm and a, family. If I was a photo, I would follow Devontae Adams to every stadium. And be like, what's up, nigga? Let's <laughs> try to get it again. Like you can do no, it again. That's not happening. No more. I'm bringing my best friend. He learned his lesson. Poke this. He learned his lesson. No, you take that. You take that. Poke that charge. I got you. Yeah, I'll bail you out if I can. Dude. Yeah, I got the money. Oh my god. Well, you know what, guys? I, I have nothing else for this week. You have anything else you want to talk about? No. No. Good. It was a good pod. You know what? This one might actually go on YouTube too this week. I figured that's going to be our new thing. Depending on how good we think the podcast is, put the whole thing out on YouTube. That's what we did last week. And that should be doing numbers. So let the SROs work. Yep. So we're going to wrap things up right here, guys. Uh, Edited version of this uploaded on Wednesdays on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Uh, YouTube for clips, so follow us over there and go ahead and check out our TikTok and help us grow over there. All that is down below. If you got Twitter, follow us there as well. Thanks for all of your commentary, Mr. Broken. Polar. Polar! Polar, you're a thin ice, buddy. Thin ice. We gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta I, like, I like Polar. We gotta keep him around. We gotta, he's we gotta trying to be like a no, precious fuck out we, here. I, I, like literally, I literally asked about the liquor. He said, send me the P.O. box. I was like, we so gotta we gotta talk. find a P.O. box. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta or maybe talk. they can just ship it right to like the post office. We gotta talk offline. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I trust Polar. Polar. Fuck it. Just don't send no bombs. Yeah, send it to Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we'll talk offline, Polar. We'll see y'all next week. Much love. Peace. Peace.